Hey, Anne. How are you? Good. How are you? How's your day going? Okay. Okay. Good. So what we're going to do is um, I'll introduce the podcast and I'll introduce you and then we will just start talking about like how we know each other and um, different things we've done and just like what you're doing now. Does okay. that sound okay? Yep. Just to make sure you said nothing is off limits, right? Yeah. Okay. So we can add sex life with the Floyd husband. I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. No, there's no sex life. There is none. The answer is there is none. <laughs> Although when you go to the doctor and they ask you, oh, is there a chance you may be pregnant? And you say, no, my husband's deployed. And they're like, well, you know, that doesn't no. I'm like, really? Well, to me, it does. Some people not, but. <laughs> oh, no, my God. It's happened quite a bit lately. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might would have to be like, I need a different nurse, please. Right. Wait, what? We're doing a podcast? What if nobody listens? What if everybody listens? What if I say something stupid? Oh, jeez. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Salty with a Side of Sweet, and I am Trisha. And today we have my friend Anne, who I met in Hawaii, and she has agreed to spend a half hour with me just talking about whatever comes to mind. So welcome, Anne. Hi. <laughs> Anne, Colorado, and I, of course, am in Georgia. And like this whole podcast is, it's me just getting a chance to reach out to my friends and catch up and kind of give me something to do too while I'm hanging out in military spouse abyss of nothingness. So you've kind of found your spot though in Colorado, haven't you, Anne? Yeah, I have, um, I have a couple of friends here. I actually had two friends here from Hawaii who have mm -hmm. now left me. So, <laughs> but you know, the way of the military life. Right. Act and leave again. Yeah. But at least gave you that little bit of connection to kind of get back into, like to, to find your way, to find stuff to do there where yeah. you're at. Yeah. yeah my director is here from um, Alaska. Uh-huh. So she was like, come to my church. It'll be awesome. And then, <laughs> yeah, we, we got a new priest and everything upended and now I'm going to a different church. So yeah. Oh my goodness. But she's wow, still, that yeah, sounds a little exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the whole church up ends, but right, yep. That's you know that's kind of what. All right, so we're Methodist, and that that's a big thing right now. Is the the church is in this whole turmoil about what to do about LGBTQ people who are in the clergy, right? Right, and. It's, it's like this huge turmoil within the Methodist church of like half of the worldwide congregation, not just like my church's congregation, but the worldwide congregation is like, no, we aren't going to do We aren't going to accept people who identify as LGBTQ as to be part of the clergy. And we're not going to do marriages for, for anyone who identifies as that. And then the other half is like, why not? you know? So it's, it, I don't know, anytime church stuff, it's like, 
you know, they're trying to be an example of like, this is how a Christian does things. And then they all turn into jackasses and like, uh, you know, anyway. So yeah. anyway, so I also want to talk about how you and I met, which is Bunko. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Bunko. So much fun. <laughs> So. Bunko was one of the highlights uh, for me for being in Hawaii. And I've talked about it before um, with my first guest, Ruth, about Bunko and how it was just, it, it was such a mix of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It and was, we were just there to to have fun. Yeah. This was kind of one of the most, un, not unorganized, like one month, I swear we had 32 people. So that mm -hmm. was crazy. And then people had to start putting limits. Like my house can hold, you know, 16 people and that's it. Like it right. got crazy. But yeah. Such yeah. And no, that last year I was there, they started doing the limits for each house. And then, um, then they would start sending out the emails to, to their friends. I'm about to post Bunko. Right. So Everybody get ready to get on and so that you can RSVP because only the first so many are going to get a spot. Yeah. <laughs> it got like, a yeah, you're like, okay, why don't we just start another Bunko group if we're going to be that excessive about it? But anyway, but it was so much fun and I actually liked everybody, even the new people. So, but I will tell you this, I, you probably don't even remember. The first time I remember truly interacting with you was at Bunko and you scared the shit out of me. Probably. <laughs> I don't so, know we, that, but. <laughs> so we were sitting at a table and I was supposed to be keeping score because it was only like maybe my second or so time to come to Bunko, my first or second time. It was a Halloween Bunko. So everyone is in costume and I'm there and just like, you know, my Target t-shirt. <laughs> and um, I, my costume was bargain shopper, apparently. And um, we're sitting there at the table and it was my turn to keep score. And I'm keeping score as everyone's going around. And then it's my turn to roll again. And we'd gone a couple of rounds and I'm roll, 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 roll. And then I go, oh, wait, I didn't get any on that one. I, that was a mistake to roll. And you look at me and you were like, well, you haven't gotten any. And I was like, <laughs> what? What are we rolling for? And you were like, we're rolling for five. So I was like, oh, shit, I was rolling. I was counting fours or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you just looked at me like this bitch. <laughs> but like, you know, see now I'm totally sarcastic. So I was totally giving you a hard time. I know that now. I know, but I'm sure you were scared. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've made her mad. Right. What is going to happen? I was like, nobody's going to like me. Anyway, yeah. I'm, and I'm, the funny thing is, is I know I've scared plenty of people on their first time in our Bunko group. Like when they roll snake eyes, for anyone who doesn't know Bunko, snake eyes is all once and it erases your team's score. And you just start screaming at whoever on your team just rolled that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And also, if they on the scorecard, if you put them and then us, you yell at the person because you always yes. them. Like that's that's not how you do it. <laughs> do it right. Yeah. So 
but you know we would do that sometimes just to irritate you Heck to yeah. see if you <laughs> yeah. then I get that like I can't keep score somebody wrote the wrong thing <laughs> uh, I loved Bunko that was so fun and I know that no matter like I can join Bunko I'm sure another group and I would have fun but nothing whatever is ever going to compare to that Bunko group no and we I mean seriously we we had like 12 to 20 people like every month mm -hmm. and like maybe eight different people every time and it was so mm -hmm. and we had like yeah. little newbies from uh from what the marines or the other side of the island oh it was like oh yeah my gosh they were so fun like totally at a different point in their life but oh my gosh we just all got along so well yeah it it was so fun just yeah. so fun and i love that we did it on base in the neighborhood right and you could just you walk to everyone's house and well, so it didn't matter like and... you host so it's in our neighborhood are you host yeah. so that the other people from the other side of the island wouldn't host and yeah. drive over there <laughs> right i know it's like we're gonna have to carpool someone we kept going. one person is gonna have to dd the whole exactly. bunco team so exactly yeah so and i also remember one of my favorite things that i ever did with you was one of my mom's visits to hawaii you took us out to ass and glass beach yeah yeah <laughs> did we get to see ass that time because there was i boasted to friends coming and we did not see ass at all i i remember we saw thonged ass yeah but <laughs> i remember we kind of got near the end and yeah. some men just like stood up it's like there yeah. was sand you could see sand and then all of a sudden men just <laughs> popped up stood up on the other side of the sandy hill and we're like okay we're gonna turn around now <laughs> yeah and i'm pretty sure they lived there and they were all gay men because they'd come out of the little tents or the bushes and yeah, yeah. i took my friend there once yeah. and we got down towards the end and i'm like they're starting to surround us. We need to go back because yeah, it can get yeah. comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you. It's like, did they have some kind of system to know people were approaching? There had to have been yeah. like a lookout or something. <laughs> but <laughs> I never heard that. But you know, there could have been a sound that we missed. <laughs> yeah, there there definitely could have been. But I still have my jar of the sea glass because that was the best place to pick up sea glass. It was like the whole beach. So uh, our, our mutual friend, her was back then soon to be um, daughter-in-law, went with uh, another friend and I and mm -hmm. getting sea glass. And she's like, oh, I don't want this. It looks like a bottle. And I'm like, what do you think sea glass is? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, something magical? And I'm like, it's wine <laughs> bottles and beer bottles that are broken and, and like, yeah. you know, uh, made nice by the sand in the water. And she's like, what? And I'm like, and Santa isn't real either. So there <laughs> oh, you know, this 20 something. Oh, man. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, yes. <laughs> to me, when I would see the ones that were rough edges, I'd throw them back in, like throw them into the water so they could get tumbled a little bit better. Right. And yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. But I yeah, thought that was a fun place. Like a unicorn, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the diamond of the sea. It's <laughs> I'm not sure how it's made, but it's something magical. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know what I do think is magical? Is that you baked eighteen hundred cookies uh, for Christmas. Yes. I love baking cookies. People at work were like, oh, my God, I'm on a diet. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be bringing in cookies every week. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, re I remember you doing that. And But it you have to get friends to come in and help you bake, don't you? Um, yeah. And I mean, if I don't, I bake by myself. But it's way more mm -hmm. fun. And I have, a fr I have another friend that's here from Alaska that I would bake with when we were in Alaska. And we just mm -hmm. had this, this thing like, you know. Um, her and her daughter, like she'd throw stuff in and like, just, we worked like a machine. Like it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so when you get friends like that, that just know what to do and not like, okay, what can I do now? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like if that, that makes it <laughs> difficult for me. I'm like, it's so much maintenance. Like, yeah. You <laughs> see and do like. Don't ask. So. Like the directions are on the sheet of paper. Just follow them. <laughs> yeah. Like they're mixed up. Just put them on a tray and bake them. Like, oh, that's so funny. Now, do you did you plate them and give them as gifts too? Because I feel like I remember you doing that in Hawaii. Yeah. Like you so, gave some as gifts. Yeah. Normally, like uh, Christmas Eve. I well, when we lived on base, we did that. In the first year we were here, I was like. Mm -hmm way I was on the northeast end, the northwest end, the southwest end, and it took like six hours to deliver baskets. And I'm like, all right, we're oh never going again. So this year I was like, hey, are you going to church? You're gonna drive by at four? All right, cool. Stop <laughs> by and get your basket and your cookies because like I can't even deliver this. Year. Like I'm just done. So that's yeah. funny. So I took a bunch to um Christmas Eve mass and gave them to mm -hmm people and I was just like okay all right well here's one bag left give it to somebody tomorrow because I'm done like I just <laughs> I can't see funny. anymore and I don't eat that many I just I like making uh -huh. them I like making people happy people like to eat them so it works out yeah 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 see I I like to bake a little bit but I also like to eat it all yeah so <laughs> and that's that's where it doesn't work out for me is that I I want to eat all of the baked goods and not really share right so and anyway I don't usually have that issue i literally i probably ate like 15 cookies in the four or so weeks that i baked so holy cow i could eat 15 cookies in one sitting right. one sitting <laughs> like, like not even one day one yeah. sitting it, it it's really it's it's a it's a bad habit yeah. And so I, I have to eat, I do gluten-free now. So I have this mix that's gluten-free cookies. So I mix the whole thing up right. and then I freeze them in the individual like dough balls right? so that I can take them out a couple at a time. But the first time I made them, I wasn't sure if I was going to like them. So I, I made the whole thing. It's like two dozen cookies. I shit you not, gone by bedtime. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah, Greg came into the kitchen at one point. He goes, I was going to get a cookie. Did you already put them away? I went, yeah. Oh, in, in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it's like yeah. the cookies. I was like, they're gluten free and you don't even need gluten free. Right. So get your own cookies, man. Exactly. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Let me just say gluten free stresses me out. So I have some cousins that live up in Denver and my one cousin can basically eat meat, dairy, or sorry, meat and fruits and vegetables. Like he mm-hmm. can have high fructose corn syrup or dairy or corn, like uh, any of that stuff. So like it stresses yeah. me out when I'm like, hey, what can I bring? And the first Thanksgiving, I'm like, what the hell are we going to eat? Like, yeah, is it going to be weird now? They made regular stuff, but like some of her kids are dairy free and gluten free. And I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. So, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, it's not gluten free or dairy free. And he's like all right, here's a recipe. Make it for me. Oh. Like, okay. What? Tastes like, mm. I said, if it tastes like crap, it's not my fault. So he has to use yeah. like um, coconut milk instead of regular milk and uses yeah. different kind of flour. He had like a gluten-free crust because I don't, I don't even do crust for me. I buy store mm-hmm. bought. So, but it, in, in the stuff we had, the gluten-free stuff I did try, it was good. But it just struck mm-hmm. me out every time. She's like, oh, just bring your guacamole. I'm like, cool, because that's dairy-free. That's he can <laughs> There's nothing. It's just, yeah. I don't know how they do it every day. Yeah. You know, well, so for me, I get used to it. Um, I When I first started it, I tried mixing all the different flours, like your rice flours and all that kind of stuff, your almond flours. Right. And now I've started finding pre-mixed flours. Right. That you use it as uh, you would use regular flour. Right. And that works great for me. Kind of flour. You have to use a mix. Right. Yeah. It's like six different flours you have to use to try and get close to the same texture as regular. Right. It's crazy. But honest to God, I wouldn't do it if I didn't have to. I don't understand whenever I hear people that say that that they're doing gluten free to like lose weight. I, I'm like, well, exercise or don't eat sugary things. Like don't, so much, <laughs> don't eat so much, so many carbs, like, yeah. Or choose better <laughs> carbs, like a potato instead of whatever. Pastry. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, no. Oh my gosh. So somebody I know told me a story about their coworker that was on a low carb diet and the instructions were, Generally, if the food is white, it's probably full of carbs and you shouldn't eat it. So she was eating red potatoes. <laughs> they're, <laughs> my, they're still yeah, my friend was like, they're, they're white, white on the inside. And the girl's like, zip it. They're red potatoes. Um, yeah. And the purple ones too. Yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So That's anyway. So now you all go into the military stuff. We're getting ready. Greg's getting ready to retire. How much longer do y'all have? So he has a year and a half, but mm-hmm. I don't know. All of our friends just retired. He's like, yeah, two, two more years and I'm done. But mm-hmm. he's still enjoying. I mean, he was excited mm-hmm. to be deployed. He's excited about our new assignment. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's done yet. So no. And he no, wants, that's not done. He wants to make chief. So mm. hopefully with this deployment or our next assignment, he will make chief. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's, it's a good thing though, that he still likes it. 
Yeah. You know, well, Greg, the past have... couple of years, Greg has been done. Yeah. Which, so. which I get. And that's when you need to go instead of yeah. everybody around you miserable. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You know what I mean, though? You know, it's like it is. You're miserable. You're making everybody around you miserable. And it's just, yeah, you need to be like, yep. Okay. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. He's writing it out to get that full 30 and mm -hmm. he will be done. So, right. um, and then we get the joy of trying to figure out where we're going to land. Right. You know, once the military is not the one determining where we live, it's like, okay, well, where are we going to live? And you know, will we have this house and, but we really like living by the beach. So do we sell this house and move by the beach? It's, you know, yeah, so all of that kind of stuff. So have y'all started thinking about that? A little, we still have not figured out where we want to retire. We just, we know it's mm -hmm. going to be somewhere warm because neither of us likes the cold and the bipolar mm. weather here is ridiculous. Yeah. No, I, I could not do cold weather. When we left Georgia the last time, they, before we got our orders, they were like, okay, well, we have a spot for you in Alaska and we have a spot for you in California. And I can remember crying in Georgia in November to Greg and saying, if I am too cold to leave my house in Georgia in November, how am I going to survive in Alaska in January? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we got California, but still, I was like, oh my God, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, the, the other side of that is I've always tried to look at every military assignment as it's only three years. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's not the rest of my life. And I think that's why I stress a little bit about the retirement location, right. you know, because it's like, oh crap, this is our decision. Right. So if you don't like it, you're screwed because it's forever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's my fault. I'm the one that put us there. Right. So. Well, so when James first got in the military, I said, I will go anywhere but Alaska. And, mm -hmm. and I've never heard a negative thing about Alaska. So when right. like, oh, the only thing that's available is both Alaskas and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, put mm -hmm. him for it. And he's like, what? Who are you? What? I'm like, I've never heard a <laughs> negative thing about it. And thank God we got Anchorage instead of Fairbanks because there's less right. up there and the weather is way not as extreme as up in Fairbanks. So I love right. it. Um, our last winter was kind of hard. Uh, just it's so long and it's so dark. And that last mm -hmm. January, we had no sunlight for a whole month. So it was a little depressing, but. I will go back any summer day and visit Alaska, but I'm not one of the people <laughs> that are like, oh yeah, I want to retire here. Like, nope. Yeah. Too cold. Yeah. The whole, uh, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I might would visit in the summer or spring or something, but no, I mm -mm. don't go in. The and those, it's not, is a spring bad too? It's breakup. Well, if they actually get snow, they haven't gotten a lot of snow lately, but mm. So when I see something that a scent that says Alaska spring, Alaska <laughs> spring smells like dog shit. Okay. You got, you got, it's all the melting. Yeah. You've got all the snow melting. Everybody that didn't pick up their dog poop all winter like, melting and running down the, the side of the street. So, oh, that's nasty. Spring is not a 
cool place in Alaska. It's gross. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I see a scent on a candle, Ugh. something that is Alaska spring, it smells like dog. Oh my God. Oh God. No. <laughs> see, and I'm, I'm that person. I would easily gag if I was there and it's all melty and I went outside and it smelled like that. Oh. I, mm -mm. No. I have such a weak stomach when it comes to weird smells. So mm -hmm. Hannah was on crutches and she fell in the gutter. My friend got the <laughs> off and she fell in that crap running down the street, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right, get whatever you need out of your backpack and we're throwing your backpack away. And <laughs> like, put your coat in the washer. Like, oh my gosh, it's terrible. And I was like, I called my friend. I was like, oh my God, he fell in the, in the runoff. And I was like, dog crap. And I'm like, oh he drove away. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, that Don't would be the worst. Spring. Don't go in spring. Go in summer. <laughs> go in the summer. Okay. Yeah. The other thing you were talking about, like the darkness. So we lived in Germany for a while and it gets really dark and it's it, the sun doesn't come up, at least in Germany, the sun doesn't come up to like nine, nine thirty in the morning. And then it's dark by four in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah so I can't do like that. 30, um, and then like three 30 and it was like, so the kids were going to school in the dark and coming home in the dark. Yeah. Crazy. So, and then, you know, if you're one of those people that works in the basement of the building that you don't even see <laughs> four hours of sunlight, like that's terrible. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I'm one of those people that would suffer from the seasonal affected disorder. I, I would have to have the, the tanning bed. Right. So, yeah. yeah. No, that would not work out for me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. This no sun <sighs> or this no beach here is killing me. The what? The no beach here in Colorado. Oh. Me. The first time we were driving up to Denver, I'm like, is that sand? Is that a beach? And it's like, <laughs> it's an aqua, it's uh whatever, an aqueduct thing. And I was like, oh, dang it. I thought it was like sand and it was like the cement up the, I was like, oh, oh God. I just need a beach. <laughs> it was mocking you. It That's was. what it was doing. It's <laughs> yeah, it's. See, I think that's the thing I, I maybe don't like about here in Georgia. It's like, it feels like the beach is so close, but it's really not. Yeah. And it kind of feels like it's mocking me. Like, at least if I was in the middle of the country, there wouldn't even be a chance. Right. You know, but here, I mean, I could go to Savannah or wherever, but that's like a three hour drive. Right. You know? Who, who wants to drive three hours to go to the beach for like, I, I rarely spent more than an hour and a half at the beach. Right. To be honest. So it's yep. like, I need to live within about 20 to 30 minutes of a beach. Yeah. Or it might as well be across the country. Exactly. Yeah. I figured out so. like just a couple of years ago, I'm like, it's because I'm a Pisces. Like I need water. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up in Michigan. So, you know, there was, lakes nearby not ones that mm -hmm. you necessarily wanted to swim in because you know you might end up with some sort of stomach virus or Ugh. whatever but uh yeah i'm hmm. pisces i need water that's funny that you mentioned that so greg grew up and they would always um go camping up on lake erie when he was growing up. And now, like if you mentioned moving back to Ohio, the only reason he would ever consider moving back to Ohio is to be near his family. Um, 
when you ask him, where does he want to live? He's like Florida or Hawaii. <laughs> he is such a beach person. He wants to be near the water. He wants to be able to go at least a couple of times a week, which works out. Yeah. Yeah. It'd really suck if he was like, I can't wait to retire and go to Ohio. I'd be like, well, we'll miss you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Send me a Christmas card. Yeah, I hope you come visit me in Florida or Hawaii right. because <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, our, that's not happening. Our family's in Ohio too, and that's we are definitely not going back there. the The economy is just crap, and mm. it's too cold. You get the vortex of the lake effect, and it just swirls around. Mm. It's cold, and the east wind, and ugh. Well, talking about the economy, it makes it easier for our guys who will be retired military if you do live near a base. So yeah. like, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is trying to find somewhere that has that base access for medical care and then for them to have a better chance of getting a job after they retire. So, right. Well, I just want to tell you, thank you, Anne. Yeah. for hanging out with me today. It was so good to catch up. I love hearing your voice. I know it sounds so silly, but it's like, I love getting to just chat with my friends and hear their voice and just talk about whatever's going on. I know. I feel like so, we rolled some dice while we were on here. I know. Wouldn't that have been fun? Maybe that's what we could do for an episode is like have just a single table bunko game going on or something. So, but we'd have to have our jello shots. I can't tell if you're keeping score right. <laughs> Are you doing And you'll never know. <laughs> I'll probably know so. in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like fives. Are we on fives? Tell me what. I never did tell you this. So after that game, by the way, every time I played, every time we'd start a new number, I was the one. You can ask anybody in that last. I was the one that was like, we're on five or we're on six. I would make sure everyone knew what number we were on because I was like, I am not falling into that trap again. Don't you remember? Uh, I always have my finger on what number we were on on my paper. So I knew. Like we're on this number. That sounds smart. <laughs> and everybody like, I don't think I was that together. On the number. <laughs> like, yes. So I don't mess up. <laughs> I don't want to be like Trisha. <laughs> yeah. God, Trisha, that bitch and her fours. And we're all rolling fives. Right. Who invited her? <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. All right, Anne, we'll take care and I will see you around Facebook. Sounds good. It was great hanging out. You too. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. Any comments or suggestions can be sent to salty with a side of sweet at gmail.com. And our theme music is called Welcome to the Show by Kevin McLeod.